Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Friday, December 9th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. We don't often devote a show to a non-conference basketball game. It would take something special. Well, we have that Saturday, Kansas at Missouri, the border war. It returned to the schedule last year for the first time in a decade as part of a six-year series, and I bet it gets extended. There's no reason not to continue a rivalry that a cast of coaches, players, and fans took well more than a century to create. So what about the game? A 4:15 tip at Missouri Arena on ESPN? Well, I say the more interesting team is Missouri because the Tigers are the greater unknown. New coach Dennis Gates crafted a non-conference schedule intended to give his program confidence. I think that's what's happened. The Tigers are 9-0. They lead the nation in scoring and assists and are near the top in field goal percentage. And they haven't played a team that is currently in the top 100 in net rankings or the RPI. It's a team loaded with transfers who are playing by far their most difficult opponent this season on Saturday. Kansas is well Kansas. The defending NCAA champ is ranked sixth nationally. Frontliner Jalen Wilson is playing like an All-America. KU has beaten Duke, Wisconsin, NC State, Seton Hall. They took a pretty hard loss to Tennessee, but the Jayhawks look like a top 10 team. So there you go. We cover all the angles of this game today with columnist Vahe Gregorian and beat writers Shreya Slada and Gary Bedour. Vahe, Gary, and I have been around so long, we've seen so many border war games. This will be Shreyas' first, and I'm eager to see his reaction to the crowd on Saturday. Okay, let's get started talking KU Emmy. What a show, what a show. Um, we've got the Kansas-Missouri border war basketball game happening Saturday afternoon, or is it the Missouri-Kansas border war basketball game happening Saturday afternoon? So, in either case, um, Jayhawks, Tigers, always a lot of fun. And to talk about it, uh, star columnist Vahe Gregorian, beat writers Shreyas Lada and Gary Bedour. Shreyas, I want to start with you because you're sitting among some Methuselahs here. Um, uh, what is the, 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 the best atmosphere for a game in any sport that you have attended, whether it's, you know, as a, as a sports writer or as a fan or what, what do you recall being the best atmosphere of any game you've ever attended? Um, okay. So I think the be- best atmosphere, at least as a sports writer, I think was definitely a UConn Villanova last year. Um, I think UConn wanted the buzzer and UConn hadn't beaten Villanova, I think in almost four or five years. And the, the building went crazy. I've never been a part of something like where it was that insane. Um, as a fan, I, I was in the building. I'm a Celtics fan in the building when they beat the, uh, the Nets on a game winner on the first game of the playoffs. And that building was insane. It went crazy, went loud. There was a lot of hate towards Kyrie Irving already and the Nets and stuff like that. So it was fun to kind of see the juxtaposition up to that point. Um, and I'm super excited about this. I mean, like from everything I've heard and, you know, the fans, my DMs and mentions and stuff like that, I think it's going to be a great game, a lot of fun to watch the hatred from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned insane, loud and hate. And um, uh, that, that's just the pregame for, uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for KUMU. I, I don't know. Um, Vahe, Gary and I, we've all been around for, too long um i i don't i don't know 
what about you, Gary? Um, Kansas, Missouri basketball games, even when they were conference members, uh, played some just some outstanding games with incredible atmosphere. Some of the loudest I've ever heard Allen Fieldhouse and Old Hearns and Mizzou Arena were for <clears> these <throat> games. You, you, Gary, you've seen more of them than anybody here. Um, what do you think about just atmosphere for Missouri, Kansas? Well, when Kansas plays Missouri in Columbia, KU has it's pretty much a 50-50 proposition. Bill Self is five and four there. Roy Williams was seven and eight. Uh Missouri gets them a lot in Columbia. All time KU's only 10 over 500 in Columbia. Now at Allen Fieldhouse, KU's won 10 in a row. So when they were in the same conference, usually uh, KU would like to have, well, if KU won that first game at Allen, they were playing with house's money, sort of going to Columbia. But if uh, Mizzou won that first game, you know, it would be the, in Columbia, it'd be the revenge game. So uh, really competitive games. KU has won some blowouts in Columbia, but most are close and you never know. You can't leave the game early if you're a fan because many times the scenario was KU up by seven at the last TV timeout. A few Missouri fans are leaving. You go, why are they doing that? And next thing you know, in overtime, Missouri's winning. So uh, great atmosphere. Uh, hopefully there won't be any problems. There usually are just verbal stuff you know, with the antlers yelling stuff, but maybe you might've seen the antlers this year. Maybe they've changed and they're just a, a you know, a pop. are they just a positive group now? And <laughs> I don't think that's the case, but Blair. You... <laughs> now they, they've caused some, I don't know if you want to call it problems throughout the years, but they've made it interesting with insults back and forth and all that great rivalry. Uh, usually much more competitive in Columbia. True. Um, and as for the Antlers, look, they're, they're, they, they've never gone away. I, I guess there were some years in which they were either displaced or what was it? What was it by the zoo crew was part of the. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Antlers were on kind of double secret probation for a couple of years. Um, and then I think a, a more tame version came back and then, I don't know. I think they're kind of in their full glory again, from what I can tell. Although uh, I would note uh, that as we were speaking with Dennis Gates yesterday, I, I thought it was interesting. He made a point a few different times to talk about um, wanting a, you know, quote, hostile environment, but not for it to get out of hand. And I, I, I don't know that he could have really been talking to anybody, but them most specifically. Blair, it occurs to me sometime either, you know, 24, 25, 26, when uh, they're playing again, we should get Jeff Gordon of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch on with us. Jeff was a founding antler in the uh, early 80s or so. We maybe trace the arc of the... That's a great <laughs> idea. I love that. And I remember that about Jeff, that he was... Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he was a founder, though. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Found, founder. So of, uh, I don't know if, you know, the Constitution uh, was written to, to play out the way it has, but... Um, hey, quick aside, just to just to tie a bow around this. Um, 
you know, Blair, when you're talking about the the rivalry and the hatred, I thought you were just talking about between media outlets. I I remember being at the Post Dispatch and some guy from the Star blocking the uh, blocking the door to the Kansas locker room where Rex Walters was holding forth because that said guy didn't necessarily want the the other paper to get into it or other papers. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the the, the height of the uh, of the rivalry in my in the media rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I was thinking as you were asking Shreyas about this, um, and as the Methuselahs here speak, you know, my first Missouri Kansas game was the 1990 game at Allen Fieldhouse, and um, I think Kansas was number one, Missouri was number two, and. Uh, it was my first time in Allen Fieldhouse. And I, I woke up this morning thinking about that game. And, and uh, yesterday was the 42nd anniversary of my first Springsteen show. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, those experiences are on the same kind of par for me. Uh, it just out of body, incredible. And that was obviously an extreme thing to have be your first game. But it, it always held the same um, feeling for me in the uh, – the games that I went to and, you know, obviously uh, bookended nicely by the, the two unforgettable games at, at the end of the conference series. And I, I, I wager that uh, it held some kind of place like that for you too, Blair, which is why we're, you know, so, so uh, excited about this. Yeah. Um, in fact, by hey, that your first KUMU game was mine as well uh, oh. in 1990. The it was the first year I was covering college basketball at the Star, and um, to have that was the year Kansas came into the season picked last, I think, in the Big Eight after you know Roy, it was Roy Williams' second year, and um, and and yeah, and, and by the end of the season, Missouri, Kansas, and Oklahoma were all trading the number one ranking. And th those games, uh, Missouri won both of them that year, beat Roy Williams twice in, in Allen Fields. And I think I think those Newham Stewart teams beat Roy Williams um, four, four straight times, both in Roy's first and second years. It wasn't until Roy Williams' third year that he finally broke through against uh, against the Tigers. Great teams, great, great, great atmospheres and, and, and games. Um, you know, the... The game at Lawrence last year was Gary was was basically non-competitive, right? Uh, so the first time they play in a decade, and I remember Missouri came into that game a year ago having lost to have a couple losses, including one to UMKC, now known as Kansas City, and um, and it turns out, little did we know at the time, that was a Jayhawks team that were going to win the national championship. So quite a mismatch. Um, I, I want to get into it a little bit further later about what the, maybe what the quality of these teams are this year. But what do you remember about just last year's game, Gary, that um, in, in the atmosphere and the buildup to, um, to to that game at Allen Fieldhouse? Well, the buildup was really big because they hadn't played since 2012. So there was a lot of nostalgia and talk about the series coming back and all that, but the game itself was really a blowout. KU led 49-27 at half, and uh, KU, which is had known for its close games, you know, that was one of the blowouts. So uh, it was just a blowout game, and uh, the game itself was 
totally unmemorable. Um, Jayhawks, all five starters were in double figures. Ochai had 21. But uh, Missouri, just uh, five for 16 from three, which is key, obviously, for tomorrow's game. If if Missouri, which shoots a lot of threes, makes them, you know, it's going to be close or Missouri's going to win, whatever. But last year's game was not even a game. It was over so early, and uh, it was really strange that it was like that. Yeah, I remember Christian Brown having a couple highlight plays early in that in, in that game. Um, hey, can we agree, uh, Vahe, that at least one of the reasons that the schools didn't play each other after Missouri left for the Big 12 was just Bill Self didn't want it to happen. Um, it, Missouri wanted to continue to have a series in a rivalry with KU, but Bill Self gave it the Heisman, gave it the stiff arm. Yeah, absolutely. And what's interesting about that, two, a couple of things, you know, Bill would, I think, maybe posture it a little bit that, you know, that's above his pay grade, but he has the highest pay grade. <laughs> um, and, and I, you know, the way I've thought of it is that no one could have done, needed to do less to make it happen, right? I mean, all Bill had to do was say, I want to play Missouri, and that was that. Um, what to me is interesting about that, and and this is part of Bill's sort of remarkable, um, not sort of, remarkable people skills in general. It, he, as he talks about his anger at the time or, you know, whatever you want to call the hatred of Missouri, he also talks about quite often how in, enchanted he has been with the rivalry, how he loves the rivalry. I mean, he would say that in one sentence. I remember talking to him in 2013 and he would talk about there's nothing like it and it's just the greatest and I don't want to play him again because, you know, it just isn't the same. I never put much stock in the way he put it. I just felt like he was frankly being a little petty about it, but I, I, over the years, I've kind of come to appreciate his point a little more, you know, the, the, the feeling of home and home every year and, and being in the thick of it and having it matter in a conference race and all that. You can see why, that was part of the great allure of it. On the other hand, if uh, if if we get a good game out of this and you start feeling like you see uh, the seeds of a, a a real rivalry again instead of what you know the debacle last year, then maybe maybe we see a new context that works for everybody. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all of the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the Star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says start a subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. I think one of the reasons was he was looking at it a little bit analytically saying, well, we don't need to play a, we didn't need, we don't need to use one of our non-conference uh, scheduling uh, yeah. opportunities for a mid-level SEC program when there was a lot of strategy that goes into, you know, your, your non-conference schedule. That, yeah, look, that's an important addendum here. And really over the years, um, 
you know, KU's scheduling matrix is is a, a fascinating and and well well crafted thing every year. Very intricate, right? With a lot of a lot of incredibly detailed thought put into it, and I I, I don't disagree with you on that. Okay, so what what kind of game are we going to see on Saturday? Uh, 102-65 a year ago. Um, seems like in that game, one team wanted to run and the other team wanted to <laughs> not. And um, <laughs> it just didn't work out for the Tigers at all. Treyas, what what have we um, – uh, for Can when Kansas has been successful this year, it's been because – Kansas has been successful this year. It's been because of the fact that they've found an ability to get their players besides Jalen Wilson involved, I think, on the offensive end. Um, they're a defensive-oriented team, either even though Bill Stuff will talk about how the defense isn't where it wants to be and it's not good and all that, but they're still a top 15 defensive team, um, according to Ken Palm. Um, you're looking at a team that, you know, Missouri comes in, they like to run. They love shooting around the rim they're number one in the nation at um field goal percentage around the rim they're first in assists a game they're first in points a game they are the team that will run you to death the issue with missouri is their best team that they've played so far is wichita state that's not kansas and their second best team they've played so far is UPenn. i mean like that I, it's not it's hard to tell how good missouri is right now because they haven't played anyone of similar caliber of Kansas basketball. And you're looking at a team where they're very experienced on the Missouri side. Their average uh, player, you know, experienced three years. Um, every single player in their starting lineup is a senior or above. Um, they've brought in a lot of grad transfers, which is great, right? You know, they're going to be good this year. You know, I don't know how much build continuity it builds for the future, but it's, it's, I think the biggest thing is how can Kansas kind of respond to that initial punch that they're going to get from Missouri? Cause they're going to have to kind of adjust to that pace and self says, you know, we're, we're a team that can play with pace, but can you play with pace? That's the best among the best in the nation. That's the question. And I think Kansas can, it might just be an initial, okay, well, they're up 12, five, let me take a timeout, get everybody kind of on the same page get the kids that like Graydon Dick and some of the younger guys who haven't played in a big time rivalry game under, uh, you know, kind of focus and tell them to calm down. And then kind of Kansas kind of rolls with the way it goes. I think it'll be something like 85, 78, you know, it'll be a high scoring game. I don't think it'll be a blowout like last year, but also I didn't think Kansas would beat Seed Hall by like almost 30, like they did last week. So you never know, you know, um, but I, I think this game is going to come down to, can Kansas stop Missouri at the rim? Can they control the pace of the game? And can they limit the turnovers? Because, you know, Missouri averages 14 steals a game. They're going to swipe the ball. Kansas gets careless at times. That can be a recipe disaster. It's easy to control the pace of the game. If you're constantly turning the ball over uh, to the other team and you're getting those steals, Missouri is just going to run. And they're going to keep running you to death. And, the good thing for Kansas is Missouri is similarly undersized like Kansas is. So you're not playing a team that's going to go out there with a seven foot guy and just put KJ Adams in the post. Or kill you. Um, you know, you're playing a team that's going to just run and gun. Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting to kind of see a team uh, that's similarly kind of sized as Kansas and how they match up. But I think Kansas should win this game. Okay. 
Hey, Gary, is it uh, is it unreasonable to say that the most important player for Kansas in this game might be a Columbia native? Oh, yeah. Dewan Harris uh, really uh, is just what you want in a point guard. He he's, uh, has way more assists than turnovers and uh, just has really got a chance to have quite a career. But, yeah, he – without him, you know, when he – if he gets in foul trouble, that's not good. Although Pettiford is supposedly going to be okay for the game, uh, he's not near what Dewan Harris is right now. Yeah, I think we saw a, a good example of Harris's value to the team in the Tennessee game, right? Didn't didn't Harris get in foul trouble early in that game, and his his minutes were limited, and and Kansas was just you know just swimming upstream that entire game. Yeah, he wasn't a factor because of the the timing of those fouls. And uh, Self has said twice now that he's getting he's been a little bit lazy causing on defense in terms of reaching in and stuff. And he needs to not do that anymore. Uh, I, I think he said he did that in two games. Call called him just being a not a lazy player, but playing lazy defense a little bit and that's when you'll get unnecessary fouls so uh, obviously like you you pinpointed it he's vital also a high school teammate right of Isaiah Mosley for uh for Missouri Rockbridge High in Columbia Mosley's been an interesting guy for the Tigers this year you know probably of, of all the transfers and there, there's a boatload of them for the Tigers the most high profile one because of, uh, you know, average 20 points at Missouri state last year, all Missouri Valley conference, but for, you know, a series of uh, circumstances, he hasn't, you know, he not only hasn't started, but he hasn't played in, in every game. Uh, and yet twice he's led Missouri in scoring in a game this year. Mm. It's, it's an interesting dynamic with him. Uh it is a it it is a fascinating Missouri team with uh their leading scorer is Demoy Hodge who's a transfer from Cleveland State and their best player I think is is Kobe Kobe Brown of course the returning player who's first team All SEC in the preseason a big guy kind of a Jalen Wilson size guy um and 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 then you know Nick Honor is a transfer from Clemson and. Sean East, a transfer from, uh, you know, junior college transfer who's played Division One previously. It really is a, 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 a fascinating the way that Dennis Gates has put this team together. Uh, I thought that, you know, the, the schedule by one measure, it's the, it, they played the second easiest schedule in Division One this year and have taken full advantage of it. I thought it was a smart schedule by Dennis Gates. I don't know how you feel about that, Vahe, but with a team like this, piecing together a, a bunch of newcomers to – you know, to play the schedule that he's, that he's played um, has built confidence and good feelings and good vibes around Missouri. And I have to think that, you know, going into this game at nine and zero for the Tigers and having played their schedule, it would be different if they were six and three and having lost a game, you know, a few games in a tournament or something. Um, it just, it, it just looks and feels different this way. Yeah, it does. And 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 I, I like what they did. I guess the real measure of what they did will be, you know, how it plays out all season, right? But but if you're just looking at coming out of the gates and what this has meant so far, um, obviously they've got 
the the good mojo that comes with with not losing yet. But what also comes with this, I'm sure they understand the context of who they've played and that it's not, you know, what they're going to be seeing. But they have been able to play different ways. They've been able to play different lineups. They've been able to emphasize different things and then kind of get it to coalesce in a way that you wouldn't really have the chance to do if you were, you know, outmatched or even evenly matched most of the time, right? You 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 just have to play differently. And I don't think you'd learn, in a lot of ways, learn this X factor type stuff about the team. The Not the problem is, but the challenge is, now they're going to have to learn a lot more about them in, you know, the crucible of much, much thornier competition. But I, I think for what they're trying to do, I'm really impressed. Um, I, you know, I went to that, I went to that pen game a couple of weeks ago and I remember really being struck. Um, they didn't play great that night, but they, they played certainly well enough and Penn Penn isn't a great team, but kind of a pretty good fundamentally sound team made some mistakes, but, but Steve Donahue, the pen coach after the game was really impressed with how these absolutely, you know, uh, divergent pieces were already looking like they played together. Um, ball movement, the commitment to defense, things like that, little little earmarks. And that was only their second game. But I I, I felt like that too. And I, I I think we've seen that all along. Now how this these pieces hold together, what these stats look like after after this game, that, that will be uh another sort of statement one way or another. I just find it interesting. It's what it, it's it's almost ex- like a like this grand experiment that Dennis Gates is putting together. You take the you know some of the best players at the at, at the mid mid to high major level guys that played at Missouri State and Cleveland State and Northern Iowa Noah Carter is a Northern Iowa transfer who's a really nice player and put them together and see see what you've got with it can can this team be a you know a power 5 or power 6 however you want to describe it in college basketball with this level of talent well what's interesting you you just reminded me of something that and this is true right this is a this is the next era of basketball, right? We're a couple of years into NIL and transfer portal, and that's sort of maximized to the extreme with a new coach coming in. So all these things are, they're going to be the coin of the realm in certain ways going forward. Um, maybe not this extreme, right? Hopefully Missouri builds something that uh, they can, they can have some core going forward, but I, it, I know Blair, we talked about this. I talked to Norm Stewart yesterday. And one of the things he brought up was um, his uh, admiration of how Dennis Gates handles this, but also how, how difficult it would have been for him he, 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 to have this kind of roster churn going all the time. And he said, it's, it feels a little bit like what you have to do at a junior college where your entire team changes, you know, radically every year. And I hadn't thought about it in that context before, but that that is that is interesting to me. Now it'll be obviously, I think, kind of paramount that they do have some some uh, some parts that can uh, can stay and be built around going forward. But we're going to see a, a lot of turnover, and Kansas has it obviously for different reasons in a lot of cases, right? But it's uh, it's it's the new. It's the way it is. It's it's Treyas's generation, and we're only we're only uh, uh, living in it. That's right. We're just visitors. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Great conversation. Uh, really looking forward to seeing 
uh, all of you in Columbia on Saturday. 4.15, I believe, is the tip time. If you can't be there, ESPN is the, the broadcast destination. That'll do it for today and this week on Sportsbeat Kansas City. Thanks to our producer, George Howard, and to the Sportsbeat KC staff of Monty Davis, Randy Mason, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Tip of the cap to Gary Bedore, Shreyas Lada, and Vahe Gregorian for sharing their insights. Morning Sports Edition had complete pregame coverage of MUKU, plus the Rams' victory over the Raiders on Thursday Night Football, previews of the World Cup quarterfinals, and so much more. Check it out at liveedition.kansascity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day. 